a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. KSL's Live Mike. Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. If you remember our program from yesterday, we had a conversation with a woman, a former employee of East High School, who had some critical uh, opinions to share uh, about the school, claiming that many of the services that before the COVID era uh, were accessible to students, that those uh, those resources have dried up. Well, uh, I, it's only fair uh, that we speak with the, the district and reveal that, in fact, uh, the district is doing uh, much to make sure, at the very least, that there is food in the bellies of their students, and that regardless of whether or not we're meeting in class or uh, via Zoom or uh, Teams or however it is we're going about our education right now, uh, that some of the basic needs uh, are being uh, met. I got word this morning from the Salt Lake City School District, uh, Yandri Chatwin sent this word around, that, that there is, in fact, uh, food available to, to children ages 0 through 18, and that what is available to them is more than uh, just a sack lunch. In fact, uh, in, in some instances, there is available full food to be eaten uh, throughout the day. This comes through uh, a partnership with the Utah Food Bank, uh, and to help us understand exactly what's available to students and why is Yandri Chatwin from the, the Salt Lake City School District. Yandri, welcome to the program. Hi, Lee. Thanks so much for having me on. Tell us what uh, what you have available for students right now. Yeah, so we are thrilled that this, this has worked out. We have partnered with the Utah Food Bank to serve not just breakfast at lunch, but also dinner at nine of our elementary schools. And how that works is uh, families will come at the normal time between 10.30 a.m. and 12.30 p.m. On, on a weekday. And whatever day their school is assigned, they'll pick up their sack lunch, their sack breakfast, and they'll also get um, a bag of groceries that has enough food to provide meals for that student for dinner for five weekdays. Um, so we're thrilled to be able to offer that to our families since we know this pandemic has hit so many in our city so hard. Uh, tell me why, why it's important to provide the service. Yeah, so I just mentioned um, here in Salt Lake City, we've been impacted not just in terms of um, COVID cases, but also economically, financially. A lot of families have had to turn to resources in the community for basic necessities such as feeding their family, helping with their utility bills, um, and that's that's why we that's why we're doing this. It's hard for kids to learn when they're sitting in class or at home right now on an empty stomach, and so anything we can do to alleviate that pressure on our that. We'll now uh, return to our conversation with Yandri Chatwin with uh, the Salt Lake City School District describing a, uh, a food program which makes uh, not only breakfast and lunch but also a dinner available to, uh, to, to, to all youngsters between the ages of 0 and uh, 18. Yandri, uh, thanks for your patience here as we aired that Amber Alert, you can understand the importance of such things. Uh, how has your program been, been taken advantage of uh, much by these students? Uh, what is, uh, what's the scope of, of the service that you're offering look like? So today is actually the first day that we started the program, so I don't, I don't have any numbers yet for this year. 
But uh, in the traditional school year, a lot of the students who participate in the after-school programs, especially at our Title I elementary schools, uh, rely on those programs for dinner as well. So this is a need um, in our district, not just during the pandemic, but just this is a part of living in Salt Lake City. We are a district with a lot of needs, uh, a lot of families who are in the, in the low-income category. Uh, so we, we're used to providing for these needs. What we've seen during the pandemic is just that need for families for basic necessities has gone up so much. We've been providing food pantry assistance throughout the, throughout the pandemic since March um, at, at several of our elementary schools. This year, um, all of our Title I schools have in-house food pantries for families who attend those schools. But I do want to stress that these meals, these breakfast, lunch, and dinner meals for, for children are open to anyone between the ages of 0 to 18. So um, families who have students and also have a younger sibling, toddler age, those children are all welcome to come. They don't have to be enrolled. Um, they don't have to qualify for free or reduced meals. This is open to any child in Salt Lake City. Outstanding. Yandri Chatwin, representative from the Salt Lake City School District. Uh, I, I happen to know you are a Spanish speaker. I have about 30 seconds. Would you take that time and, uh, and describe this resource in Spanish for the next 30 seconds? Por supuesto, um, estamos emocionados de poder ofrecer no solo almuerzo y desayuno, pero un programa para proveer cena para los estudiantes. Hay nueve escuelas que van a proveer estas comidas y una vez a la semana uh, las familias pueden llegar a la escuela, van a recibir la comida para el almuerzo y el desayuno de ese día y les vamos a dar una bolsa de comida para proveer la cena para el resto de la semana para sus hijos. El programa está abierto para cualquier niño uh, de 0 a 18 años de edad y esperamos que por favor puedan participar. Yandra Chatwin, thank you so much uh, for, for the service you're providing those uh, in need. Thanks again. We'll speak again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Lee. All righty. Uh, just a few minutes before we say goodbye for the day, uh, I want to remind you that there has been a request uh, placed on the desk of the governor and the State Department of Health. That request comes from the mayor of Salt Lake City requesting that the restriction uh, that they move to that the city of Salt Lake moves to a moderate restriction, moving backwards from yellow and returning to orange. We have seen that only uh, on two occasions here in the state of Utah. A few weeks back, uh, the city of Provo, the city of Orman, Orem, uh, moved backwards and are currently facing orange level restrictions. What does that mean? Uh, well, for restaurants, that dials things back pretty good. Uh, and in terms of social gatherings, uh, that moves back to 20 as as opposed to allowing for 50 uh, in yellow right now. In the mayor's statement uh, describing this request, she says that uh, our data's continuing upward trend is alarming and swift action is necessary. Uh, the shift to orange should be a sig- signal to Salt Lake City residents of the gravity of the situation. With this request, and a reminder, it is uh, a request, and she is not unilaterally empowered to make this move on her own. She says, with this request, I hope to specifically target the behaviors that are leading to increased infections like large gatherings and will work with state and county leaders and other stakeholders to tailor restrictions to those activities. We want to continually adapt and evolve necessary precautions to net the public health benefits we need. So that is the latest on this front. We'll be looking forward to a governor's announcement possibly of either uh, granting this request and moving Salt Lake back to Orange or declining the request, which is wholly within uh, his authority to do. Uh, That's it for me. Time to step aside. Uh, It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. Tomorrow, I'll be broadcasting live from the University of Utah in the lead up to what is arguably the most important 
vice presidential debate in American history. That's tomorrow on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Next up, it's Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.